Hi, I'm Mr. Halis, and uh, I have 143000 in student loan debt. Roll the music. So, now that uh, all of my insecurity has been uh, kind of splayed out on this little corner of the internet. Yes, our lovely corner of the internet. This is the Stumblewell podcast. Yes, life's a journey. You're going to stumble through it. Why not stumble well with us? I'm Halise, a digital storyteller and video producer. In this episode, we are going to discuss loans, student loans. Mm-hmm. And how one gets to this point in their lifetime. I mean, so combined undergrad and grad loans, I'm at 143. Did the loan consolidation, and with that, everything's lumped together um, under one interest rate, as opposed to having to make several different payments to different loan providers. We've been doing some stuff. I've been on the minimum payment, or the payment, what do you call that? Income-based repayment for a little while now. And a lot of that was due to just the insecurity of, you know, whether or not you were going to still have a job. Um, after the house, we still had, we had even more credit card debt on top of the housing debt, on top of paying for um, lawyers and stuff. So all of that insecurity just rolled together and I needed to really handle that payment. The minimum payment on this income-based repayment plan that I'm on is not enough to cover the interest per month. So last couple of weeks, I guess this all started when we um, started visiting um, old friends in Houston. And, and before then, I was already thinking about like, man, so we're, we're in such a good spot because we have no consumer or credit card debt. Yeah. And we're doing pretty well. And we had saved a little bit of money. And I was like, man, we should be investing or something. Why aren't we? Why aren't we doing more with the money that we have? Mm -hmm. And I just kept thinking about that and thinking about that, and it bothered us or it bothered me. Um, You know, initiated some conversation between the two of us. There's a little bit of friction, and started listening to Dave Ramsey. Had it playing on a 14-mile run. Um, Got most of the way through the audiobook. Really got me to thinking about student loan debt and uh, how I thought we were debt-free. My confusion has kind of stemmed from, so we've actually, and that's the other thing, I know you're a glass half full or half empty kind of person where I'm more glass half full. Mm-hmm. In the last year, we've actually paid off a lot of things and I'm really proud of us for that. We've paid off your car, so we like have no yep. car payments at all. Yep. We've also paid off both of your smaller student loans this year, yep. which was a goal that we had at the beginning of the year, and mm-hmm. we hit it like by August. Yeah. Not even the end of the year, we hit it. And it was, how many words? It was a lot. We paid a lot. Well, I think it was like, well, total? For Yeah. Those two smaller loans? The two smaller loans, I think it was... Eight and five or something? I, I think like you're that? right. Yeah. So I think it was 13, and then I had... We paid off thirteen thousand no, dollars, and then we had seven on the on the car payment. Oh right! I still owed about seven on the car. Thirteen thousand on student loans. How much on the car? Seven. Seven thousand on the car. We did that this year. And oh. and credit card payments. Your credit card. And, and I mine. had my little credit card too. And his. We paid. We did stuff good. Stuff. Damn. Car. 
And so, now, thank you. Just now we got throw the that big. Out there. Well, I'm just glad it's half full. The okay. winds, <laughs> the winds felt good. The winds felt good. All right. Um, and then I, I just, I don't know. Like it's kind of like, how would you, how would you envision it? Like in in cartoons or in movies, when something is so massive that it's literally just the background. Mm. So I, I just saw background for this large loan. I didn't realize that if I just looked up or around that it was actually this giant lizard monster. Yeah. That was a, yeah, it's like Godzilla. Yeah. We're actually like just thinking about the whole Dave Ramsey thing. I think, think what you, what you might about him or the process. I think it's, it's good to pay down debt. I think it sets you up for a lot of good wins and positivity, which you need if you're paying off this debt. And I would definitely check out either the book his podcast, he's got a YouTube channel, or, yes. yeah, oh. um, Two Cents is also another yes. PBS. So PBS Digital Studios has a show called Two Cents. Um, I think it's a married couple that runs that show. It's, it's cute. The music is really cute and uplifting, and the messages are pretty good. And it's kind of like Dave Ramsey light. Yeah, I was going to say, the thing about, I think, PBS shows in general is that the beauty is they can take very hard and, like, sh- topics that really can hurt (laughs) and be sad Mm -hmm. like loans and debt and mortgages and all that kind of stuff and make it extremely educational understandable and not make you like dread your existence after you've finished watching the video like you don't leave a two cents video feeling like i'm trash (laughs) you just leave with i've gotten tangible takeaways and i can possibly implement them in such a way now (laughs) Which is nice. <laughs> I mean, so the student loans have been a lot of, like they brought a lot of shame and a lot of the financial, a lot of the financial misbehavior that I have has stemmed from the deep rooted shame that I have for the student loans. So that one time people that have been listening to the podcast, that one time that I lied to you about like that secret stash of money that I had squirreled away. Right, right. That's bec- the first episode of this podcast. Oh, was it the first one? It's the first episode we recorded. It's called He Hid Money From Me. Oh, right. Check it out. I I was so afraid of something happening and not being able to make my student loan payments and that, you know, bringing, again, ruination onto the family Mm. that I just had this nest egg just sitting there. And I, you know, it caused a lot of friction between us. We moved past it for the most part. I think it's still still on the radar, and it should be. But um, on top of that, like I didn't – I haven't been keeping you as much in the loop about – this giant student loan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's, I mean, it's shameful. It, it is a legitimate problem. I think people are taking out way too much money for college. And but I think that's because we aren't educated right. on how to do it. Right. Like you're expecting an 18 year old to know how to, yeah, just handle a large amount of money for school. Like right. no one's actually educating young, young, young people, young adults, excuse me, on how to, do that responsibly well and the other part of that is and again these are all touch points of dave ramsey but the other part of it is just the consumer debt culture that we have because what's the one thing that people tell you for the most part financially to do it's build up a credit but in order to do that you have to take out right that's that's just a measure of you being able to pay back debt right so it's like digging a hole to get out of a hole kind of and so what are the large purchases that you make car house 
you know, all these other things on the credit card. And your education. Right. And a credit card itself, you're just, it's just debt. Right. So it's just like waiting debt that you just dip into whenever you need it. It doesn't make sense to go into debt to drive a car that, again, depreciates over time. Mm -hmm. Um, It just, it doesn't make sense to not pay things in cash. Yeah, whenever you can, that's the most ideal way to do it. And I know a lot of along, or a lot of the population can't do that. Right. And that's that's fine. Right. Um, You do what you can, but the ideal scenario is to not be in debt in the first place. Yeah, and buy things that, if you are going to buy things, buy things that you can afford. Like if you have to put something on a credit card to buy it, if you have to do that, then you can't afford it. And that's just the reality of your life and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that you know? yeah and I, yeah you should live within your means and yeah. i think the whole housing thing the two things that came three things that came of it was i am not the master of my own destiny um so it's belief in a higher power like that was really cemented in me mm-hmm. um belief in you as my power and my um like emotional stability here on this mortal plane ah. um, and the marriage. And then the other thing was, yeah, just not wanting to be in debt, like not wanting to live outside my means anymore. Thank you for listening slash watching this episode of the StumbleWell podcast. Um, if you're new here and you're watching us on YouTube, let the ads play. Oh, hi. First off, hi. Let the ads play. That helps us out a lot. Um, unless they're long and annoying, then don't. But it helps out creators in general if you let the ads play. Mm-hmm. The other thing you can do is like this video. <laughs> if you want to take it that extra step, hit us up on Patreon, patreon.com slash We're going to go out in a minute, okay? Just give me like two minutes. Patreon.com slash There you will get early access to StumbleWell episodes, um, as well as private weekly vlogs from me about being a creative and running a production company. If you're interested in that sort of thing, or you can ask us more personal questions and we can answer them directly to you privately, not for everyone else. For a limited time, uh, you can get a clear glass vial of my tears when I think about my student loan debt. Price negotiable. <laughs> anyway. Special deal for Patreon producers. Anyway. Um, the other thing you can do if, if you would like a tangible takeaway is you can get merch. There is merch at below us if you're watching us on YouTube. And if you're not, uh, teespring.com slash stores slash police. Link will be in the show notes. Buy a shirt or something. I don't know. This concludes the announcements. Okay. Back to the episode. Can you actually afford things? So could I afford my education? I actually can. But to make my to make to make it so that I can pay off the student loan within ten years, um, it's I mean it's high. It's a lot of money. And that's the thing I would actually But I can do that now, which we'll get to in a minute. I was that's what I was gonna come at actually and say is that you know, for me, I know you say it's your debt a lot, but since it's consolidated and also you got the bulk of it, I wanna say during our relationship Mm. and I am a signer on those loans it is our student loan debt so and I remember distinctly wanting you when you said you wanted to go back and get your master's degree like you getting your master's degree brought us out of poverty like your salary basically doubled 
Yeah. Yeah, your salary doubled within the first year of finishing it because that was the nursing part. So you could already just be a nurse. And that completely changed how we made money. And at that time, I was doing well. So yeah, it worked out. Like we were both moving up. Mm -hmm. But you becoming a nurse like set us up and has still to this day continued to set us up for a lot of things. And then once you finished your master's program and we ended up coming here to San Antonio, that set us up even more. Mm -hmm. So to like the debt is very frustrating, but it also, I don't regret you going to get the master's degree and putting us into that level of debt because it worked out. We just have to pay it off now, you know? (laughs) So, and it's difficult (sighs) for me because I think I was a little bit, naive because you know I was really fortunate to where my parents paid for all of my undergrad and so I started off in life with a very blank slate in regards to debt um, because they knew how crippling it could be potentially Um, but at the same time because I had that buffer I think they would have never guessed that I would have found a partner so early on and so therefore like in so few words, I have student loan debt still. <laughs> like, right. I still ended up with it, just in a different way. The big reason why we're talking about this is because I think we're trying to springboard into maybe some sort of debt conversation. Um, yeah, and have it be a bit of, like, a series here on the StumbleWell podcast where we kind of, yeah, basically try to maybe figure out a budget moving forward now that we have sort of solidified a lot of things moving from everything that happened in 2018 to right. now 2019, being able to actually build a little bit, rebuild, and then build on top of that, which is cool. And so now it's like going into 2020, how can we keep that momentum up? And yeah, just keep getting better. I really do appreciate the snowball method. Um, y'all can Google it, but it, you're essentially just, you can list your debts either by percentage So like APR or the annual percentage or how much uh, uh, interest that it accumulates Mm -hmm. um, from like largest to smallest in either way, or you can do it by just what the total loan is. So we started at the, like, what's the smallest loan or what's the smallest debt that we can pay off? Mm -hmm. And so you make minimum payments on everything, everything, all your debts, except for the small one. You throw as much as you can at it as, as fast as you can and you pay it off. You take the amount that you were paying on that small loan and then now you're you're still paying minimum on everybody on everything else. And then the next biggest one, you just snowball the amount. So you're you're paying the minimum payment plus what you were pl- paying on the uh, previous one. Mm-hmm. And you pay that one off. And then you do the same thing to the next one and the next one and the next one until you've paid off you know all of your debts. We did that for all a lot of the smaller debts, and it worked beautifully. Yeah. Now we have quite a bit that we have to kind of play with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, for this this big one. So part of this will be part of the conversation or part of the the series will be coming up with the budget. How are we doing with the budget? Or like, you know, what are we going to do because I don't want to pay off these loans over the next 25 years. Mm-hmm. I don't want to pay these loans off in the next 15. I don't want to pay them off in either like the standard 10. I want to pay them off in the next 4. Yeah, 4 or 5 would be four good. 4 or 5, yeah. So that way we can just kind of like move on to whatever the next phase of our life is which is retirement planning yeah building wealth and that's something because i know 
we you were having a lot of sort of internal crises existential crises over the last couple weeks Mm -hmm. thinking about all of this and i feel like a lot of people forget that just because you aren't low income anymore or whatever doesn't mean your worries go away they just graduate with your income um so what I found that it seemed like you were going through was just realizing like, okay, our immediate Maslow needs have been met and have been met for a while now. Mm -hmm. And so now I have the mental capacity and space to think about things and worry about things that are longer term, like retirement and like student loan debt and how I've just been coasting with this for a while. And it just kind of hits you. And so I guess that's me trying to like, make other people feel a little bit better in that in so in so few words if you've gone through sort of this existential crisis a little bit it's kind of a good thing because your worries have graduated it means you have graduated as a person financially in the world and congratulations (laughs) all that being has said um, in the comments below, if you have any tips on getting out of debt, specifically student loan debt, which is, I think, different than like a mortgage and credit card and other such things, let us know in the comments below. Um, and we are going to hopefully start pushing out some type of content with the podcast around how we're going to try to build a plan. I mean, so we already kind of have a plan. Oh. Um, and there's not really like a tip of like, how do you, how did you pay off your student loans? It's just like, I budgeted, you do without certain things. And then every dollar that you can, you put towards the loan or the debt. Yeah. So we've gotten, we've got a plan. It's just a matter of how much can we contribute? Um, that, that's, that's really the biggest thing. Okay. Um, like it's going to get paid off. Um, but okay. it's just, how are we going to do it? Well, then maybe it's a matter of... Y'all can t- yeah, I mean, y'all, everybody can lament about, yeah, I have student loans. I don't know when I can like finish paying them off. And we, we, this can just be a general discussion about how um, the education and loan system is trash. Sure. Because, yeah. But I think, I think there can be space for potential episodes talking about like checking in. Because I think as we'll probably figure out whatever our budget is and whatever our system is, we'll probably maybe realize some best practices, make some adjustments. And then if we can, I just love that phrase, tangible takeaways, we can bring them to the audience. Yeah. If you do have a lot of debt and you haven't really thought about it too much, um, I we, this video or this podcast is not sponsored by Dave Ramsey. But I think reading the book or listening to the podcast and it is, it's pretty cultish. Yeah. It's very cultish. Like I don't, I'm trying not to listen to the podcast too much cause it's, there's like mantras and I mean, they're not like official mantras or anything, but it's like, yeah, everyone's wearing the same thing. And yeah. I'm kidding, but it's, <laughs> it's, it is a little bit cultish, but at the same time, it's like debt. We are a cult of debt. Like we mm-hmm. are a debt cult in the society. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think it's, I think it's a great starting point because it just makes you realize that you should not be a slave to the money. The money should be working for you. Yeah. I think it just, it gets, it's been getting you into a, just a different headspace right. of how you think about your income and how you think about if you have to financially quantify your life value, if you will, um, it kind of forces you to think about that and realize where you're at a deficit or where you're at a surplus in certain things and just 
again, it's about having the knowledge, all the knowledge at your fingertips to make the best decision for yourself. Because no one can do that for you but you. And you should not live by the minimum payment, whether it's credit card or the mortgage or whatever. Because if the housing video comes out before this one. Probably, yeah. Most of your mortgage payment, if you're just making the standard payment, is interest. Yeah. It's not all going to the actual principal. Principal. Thank you. I keep saying capital. I don't know why I said capital, but it's principal. <laughs> or like the total loan balance. Yeah. It's just going towards paying the fees and paying the bank essentially. Yeah. So life should not be all about money, but at the same time, if you actually have your proper finances, then you could be doing good with it. So True. it's good towards your spouse, good towards charitable donations, good towards your family. You know, it should be the root of good, the tree of giving or tree of life or whatever. Make do something in the comments. Let's talk. <laughs> let's talk about how you're going to get out of debt. You know, woo! It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> be militant with it. Oh my god. Um, but stumble well, stumble on. And we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.